Good afternoon. Welcome to Emmett Audio. I feel ready to talk about something that I haven't talked about uh, for the last month, month and a half, maybe. Um, because it's enough in the rearview mirror now uh, that I feel like I can actually talk about it. With I, I know what I want to say about it. And... Um, And also importantly, I'm out of the sort of emotional part of it, uh, which I think is an important thing to sort of hold your counsel, hold your thoughts about something. Don't share every moment that you're going through, but rather to get to the other side of whatever you're getting through and then share what you've learned on the way, because that ultimately will be more valuable to other people than you sharing your worry in real time, or whatever emotion you're feeling. Um, I guess happiness I'd be fine with sharing in the moment, but... um, So what I'm talking about is, um, for about a month, I didn't have any orders come in. None. I had nobody interested in Spoon of the Month. I had no orders for blanks come in. I had no orders for spoons come in. And... It was, ironically, the exact moment that I launched my book. And so in this moment when I was asking people if they were interested to check out this book and spend a lot of money supporting something that I'd done, and people did do that, nobody, all the orders dried up. Nobody ordered anything for that, that first month. Maybe it was a little less, maybe it was three weeks, but I think it was a solid month. And we're through that now. I uh, just got my second new person for the Spoon of the Month Club uh, joining up since orders have started up again. I've got a handful of pieces that people have ordered, a handful of boxes of blanks. Right? It's like now it's the normal sort of like every day, every other day, there's something that comes in where somebody asks something of me. That's what I'm used to. That's what my business is built on, is this flow of demand that fills up my time. And thankfully, I had a several-month waiting list because I'm still a month and a half away from that. And, And also, you know, much of my time is filled with Spoon of the Month and and recurring boxes of blanks that are... that fill up much of my time from now till the Christmas tree season. But I was I was at the point where I was beginning to question, you know, did something did something change on Instagram's end? Did something change what I sort of what I wondered for a while was is there some energetic imbalance that I created by essentially putting this big ask out into the world, I think that still might be true. Um, you know, I, I rely on the model of giving as much as I can possibly give for free to the world, and then the world asking things of me in return that they're willing to pay for. And in this one instance, I, you know, this thing that I'd been building for, towards and anticipating for for three years, finally comes to fruition and 
karmically I'm asking the world, you know, hey, <laughs> dump a little money on me. And, you know, here's this big thing that I did. And I think, you know, part of me thinks that that tipped the balance of energy flowing to and from me. I'm not a really woo-woo person, so it's not at all clear to me if, if I really think that or not. Here's my other hypothesis, which is that you go through periods of time when orders are thicker and thinner. And... Statistically, a, a, a gap in orders of this length will happen to me sooner or later, given enough years. And I've been doing this now for seven, eight years now. I guess seven years. You know, and a, a gap in order, you know, a gap of demand like that is bound to happen sooner or later. It's like a hundred year flood, right? And... In other businesses, I've, I've seen that fluctuate in different ways in real time. You know, fluctuations in demand for Christmas trees. Uh, the one where I really saw it was in my editing business, where I edited scientific manuscripts with my dad. And, you know, we would have a month, two months go by with no, no manuscripts very occasionally and then we get you know eight manuscripts in three weeks and very rarely was it spread out and um in that business i learned that that was just going to happen that 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 these gaps in or when it lines up by chance that somebody sees your thing and it's the right thing for them and they, you know, they want it and price is right and all that, like all that synergy that needs to happen, that there were going to be moments when it was going to cluster together and you get a bunch and moments when there wasn't going to be anything for a while. And that was okay. But honestly, this was the first time that it's happened in the spoon carving business to the extent where I could actually, where I actually begin to question, is this model even work anymore? Or did something fundamentally shift in the universe that I didn't understand, didn't see coming, and the rug's been pulled out from under me? I had some moments of genuinely thinking that that was the case. Who knows? I still could be, but it doesn't feel that way anymore. Orders are flowing in the way that they, that I think of them. <laughs> Gotta watch my words that I think of them as always flowing in, right? Every day there's one or two people who reach out and need something from me. The only times, I guess, when it hasn't felt that way was right at the start of the pandemic, like before everyone realized that they were gonna be home and needed stuff, in which case, but that sort of six weeks when everything, when the world looked like it was just pausing. I guess there was a pause there. And then, who knows, maybe there have been pauses that long for me, but I haven't noticed them because of maybe the timing, maybe they came during the Christmas tree season. But, um, a couple things. First off was I was, I've been very glad to have a wait list during this because it becomes all too clear that if you have, if you sell your work, 
either at, in person at a festival or something, or like you do a release of all your stuff. Sometimes you hit it. Synergistically, the world universe lines up and it's awesome. And sometimes you really don't. And then what do you do with all that stuff that didn't sell? You know, it's like you were counting on selling everything. It didn't sell. What are you going to do? What's your backup plan? And that has never worked for me. It's been emotionally exhausting. So having a wait list was a way of getting around that, of only making stuff that people asked me to make. And uh, and then the Spoon of the Month Club has been a, a, you know, a way for me to creatively explore ideas even within that constraint. Um, got a great form coming up for the June Spoon of the Month, by the way. Very excited about it. It's going to reprise the uh, the honeycomb pattern from the rice paddle. I've been thinking about what, what I could use that technique on that would be that would fit well and I'm, I'm excited about this thing so uh but i also got to the point when orders weren't coming in i got to the point where i was thinking to myself okay well you know okay i have this work that's lined up for from here to the rest of the season uh how you know i can still i can carve I, I'm glad I carved spoons for a week to sell at the Christmas tree farm. I could probably do that for another week or two and sell them all during Christmas. So that's, you know, that's worth doing. Willa! And maybe I need to... Maybe I need to pause. Hey, Willa! That's a good dog. Come here. Come right here. Good girl. You follow me. Hey. Um, so, yeah, I can, I can, I have enough demand for that. I could do that, at which point I could probably carve a bunch of spoons for the local farm store that I've no longer had time to do and sell some to them. So they need a, a lower price point because that's why they stopped ordering from me. And I'm just generally thinking, you know, what what could I do with my time? Do I need to start thinking even bigger picture? Do I need to start thinking like what other business do I need to start in order to is this thing dying or not? Right? And uh, it's been a little stressful. And I'm I work very hard to try not to have stress in my life, so um, I've noticed it. I will say one of the things that I think really helped me was coming back to a place of trying to show up as generously as possible online, of continuing to share what I love and remembering that people don't need what I'm selling. They want it. And the reason they want it is because, hey, Willa, can you stay behind me? The reason they want it is because of the connections that it has to their own life, 
to me and my life that they can see here and and just the general feeling that I give in what I share. I think that's true for most things that we are buying, not just because we need them, but because we want specifically that thing. It's about the feeling it gives you. And I, probably not a coincidence, but maybe it's just a coincidence that when I started really doubling down on that feeling of generosity in sharing with the world, that that's when orders started to come in again. If you're going through a period like this, first of all, my deepest sympathies because it sucks. The two things that I want you to do. First, I want you to hold on tight because it is possible that you're doing everything just fine. If you have some track record of things were working and now they're not working, first of all, keep doing what you're doing. Don't just stop because you need to put new things out into the world for people to see what you're doing. You need to continue doing work, even if you're not being paid for it, so that people can see that you're doing work and they can decide that they want it. You have to trust that work that you do that is not necessarily paid in the moment will find its owner in the future. And, and second, you do need to do some deep soul searching about why things might not be working. Where is the energetic balance off? Is your price too steep? Have you increased your prices too much recently? Have you slacked off on the promotional stuff that you used to do that you're no longer doing? Have you slacked off on sharing your work? Have you been sharing your work too much? There's any number of ways that this can happen, but it's crucial both to... Come on, dogs, hop in. It's crucial. Come on, let's go. Good girls. It's crucial both to be thoughtful about what might be going on, and at the same time, to make sure that you're holding on and staying the course. Because I guarantee you, if I had felt like orders dropped off and then I just stopped carving altogether, or if I didn't have a wait list that kept me carving, I would have had to find the gumption within myself despite that. Sorry, do a fancy turnaround. I would have had the gumption within myself, despite that, to keep producing work, to keep sharing work, and trust that uh, continuing to put myself out there was going to work in the same way that it had in the past. So you both need to be have your antennas out and always be questioning is is what i'm doing not working working what do i think would work better always be trying new things but also uh remember that it's that it's trying new things on top of a foundation of doing the things that have been working for you in the past that is the the formula that you need to stick to
you drop one or the other, you're at risk. And mostly, please know that I sympathize deeply. And this too shall pass. Here's to spring, everyone. Feeling good. Talk tomorrow. And thank you for listening.